This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. While Amazon's September event is usually known for a slew of Echo and Ring products, it's Astro Home Robot stole the show. So let's break down the $1,000 bot, whether you want one in your home. I'm Roger Chang, and this is your Daily Charge. Joining me to discuss the prospect of a roving robot in your home is CNET senior reporter Katie Collins, who knows a thing or two about robots. Welcome, Katie. It's lovely to be here, Roger. Thank you for having me. So what were your first impressions when Astro rolled onto the screen during the Amazon event? Um, well, I mean, I was. I think we were all really surprised. Um, I, I certainly was, and I, I just really wasn't expecting it. I thought the event was wrapping up, to be quite honest with you. Um, uh, and you know, I'm always delighted to see a new robot. Um, and I, at first, my, my, my first impression was, you know, I feel like this is quite similar to some of the home robots that we've seen before. Um, the kind of um, it's got a bit of a Wally vibe to it. Um, it's got, um, uh, you know, the eyes, um, but in sort of like more of more of a kind of um, sort of like on a screen. The the white body. Um, I feel like you know it's not the first of its kind. So you know, while I was pleasantly surprised, I wasn't you know sort of blown away by wow, what is this thing? <laughs> and for those who didn't catch the Amazon event or coverage yesterday. If you could just run through quickly, what is Astro again? What is it meant for? Yeah, so Astro is Amazon's entry into the home robotics field. Um, it it comes with um, you know some kind of key bits of technology. Uh, it comes with kind of computer vision recognition, so it can um, recognize you and your family and potentially strangers in your home. Um, it's got a screen. Um, it comes with kind of all of the smarts and intelligence that we have come to expect from Alexa um, and, you know, Amazon's other Alexa-imbued products, such as the Echo. Um, but it kind of moves around on wheels um, so that you can interact with it on the go or it can interact with your house. It can kind of map your house, um, assuming you're only on one floor, that is. Um, and, um, you know, it can kind of, I think the main purpose of it, as far as we could tell, was that it's kind of, um, you know, more of a home surveillance tool, but, you know, it has some other functions as well um, for people who are at home to interact with it. And you've written extensively about robots and interact with a number of robots at you know past trade shows and conferences. I'm curious how Astro stacks up against some of those other robots you've talked to, because you alluded to that before, that this isn't brand new. Um, so how, how does it compare with those other robots? Mm, yeah, absolutely. So when I think about home robots, I really think of, of them in kind of three different categories. I think the first is kind of like a really super cutesy um, robot whose main purpose isn't so much, you know, to be a glorified home assistant, but is to be, 
you know, a companion. It, it comes with um, some really advanced, um, you know, uh, emotional intelligence, um, and it's supposed to really interact with you and be a companion to you. Um, this is kind of a niche category, probably my personal favorite category. Um, then there is, um, you know, the kind of a more functional robot. Um, these are often more in the assisted living categories. They don't really kind of come with faces. Um, they, they have robotic parts and they are usually designed for a specific purpose, you know, to help you out with a specific task around the house. Um, uh, and, you know, that, that could be kind of whether that's reaching down and picking things up for you, whether it's a kind of almost, you know, I've seen ones that are just as simple as the sort of movable robotic desk um, that can kind of follow you around and move to where you are. Um, then there's this sort of third category, which I think Astro falls into, which is a sort of, um, it's a bit of a jack of all trades um, kind of robot where um, it's sort of like a personal assistant. Um, it's It's probably got a face. It's um, you know, it's on wheels. You're, it, it's, it's very much a kind of consumer product, but uh, you're not really sure whether you want to buy one yet. Um, and I think that Astro kind of falls into this category. It does, it does a few different things, but it's not got one kind of clear purpose that it's been designed for. Yeah, that's that's a really good point because right now they're I mean it's not quite for sale yet they're they're keeping it fairly close you've got to sign up for an invite so my guess is they're keeping the supply pretty limited but yeah when you look at this and you look at what they do and it seems like there's some element where I guess it could be technically a, like a sentry on wheels or a security guard type thing but what are like I guess that's a great question like in terms of like the killer application for this and there may not be one but like do you do you see potentially like what could make this actually useful for people? Yeah, I mean, I, I thought this was really interesting because and it actually made me go back and reread a piece I wrote a few years ago, which was about home robots that were designed um, specifically for, uh, you know, to live with um, elderly parent, parents, to live with, um, you know, seniors and stuff, because they made a big deal of this during the presentation. Um, so, you know, when I first saw the presentation, I was like, oh, well, you know, is this why it's being designed, you know, to be, you know, the kind of uh, to check up on your parents, to kind of keep them company, to be a personal assistant that follows them around, to allow them to be to check in on them. Um, so, you know, I've, I, it has kind of this function that they really played up in the presentation and then also these kind of sentry functions. So I feel like it doesn't really know what it wants to be. Um, and, and the thing that I would say about the, you know, the stuff on the on the kind of you know caring for seniors side is that we there are some of these robots in the market already um, and you know robots that have been developed but you know they've really been developed with a lot of research from you know cro you know um, different universities collaborating on them lots of research about what um, you know, seniors actually need in the home, what's helpful to them. You know, they've done real world testing with people in care homes and things. And, you know, I'm just a bit skeptical because I, you know, it didn't seem like Amazon. It was like, oh, this is just a thing that you can give your parents to they'll check up on them. And it was just, it didn't seem like there was loads to back that up. And that kind of concerned me a little bit. Right. And obviously one of the other concerns is the, the privacy aspect. Uh, 
you know, what do you think about that? Any any red flags come up in from a, from a privacy perspective? I mean, the fact that um, uh, you know Amazon again mentioned this because I, I I guess to kind of because they saw saw it coming that they would probably have questions about privacy. Um, but you know, there are already a lot of people feel uncomfortable about having cameras and microphones in their homes. Um, and you know, we've seen the amount of data that. Um, that companies, you know, obviously it's very heavily encrypted and it's very well protected. But you know, that date, they, they, there is data there that, you know, voice recordings and, you know, can recognise your face that the, that companies do have on us. And you know, this is kind of a more extreme version of that that you know follows you around. Um, and you know, they did mention that they are trying to, um, as as much as possible, rely on edge computing to, you know, to to secure. Um, the, to secure Astro even further, which effectively it's, it's kind of basically saying that it's trying to do as much as possible locally rather than, you know, sending it all up to the cloud and having it all in this centrally accessible place, you know, for your personal data. But, um, you know, I think that a lot of people quite fairly have questions about this, about whether this is something that they actually want, um, you know, I, I don't think because we haven't had a robot that's been that's already been a kind of that's hit the mainstream. I don't, you know, there isn't a sort of a, um, you know, we don't really know what the desire is for this yet. Um, and you, you know, until those questions are answered, I think that a lot of people are going to approach this with a lot of trepidation. Yeah, and for me, beyond the privacy aspect, which I think is something folks will have to weigh personally, but. You know, I, I I immediately got that sort of Black Mirror Terminator type vibe. Like, yes, it's meant to be. It it's, looks adorable. It's got those little like cute eyes on on the big screen. It's it's fairly small, but I'm I'm curious if like my fears are overblown or if like like we should be worried about a rise of robots. <laughs> well, I mean, I really think that. Um, the most damage that this thing is likely to do is, you know, you'll trip over it and fall down the <laughs> stairs or something. Right. Realistically, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's probably not going to do you any more harm than that. Um, but, you know, I think that there is, uh, you know, n not to kind of like lean too much into, you know, go too big on AI policy and stuff, but there are so many debates happening right now about what we want AI and, you know, robots are basically AI on wheels, sometimes with faces. So, you know, what, what do we want AI to look like? How should it behave? How do we want, you know, and there are so many of these conversations and they're still happening. And I feel like we haven't really settled on, you know, how do we make sure AI works for us and not against us just yet? Um, and and maybe, maybe, maybe this is a bit premature to, you know, to start introducing it into our homes in this big way. I mean, AI is already in our homes in some ways. Um, but, you know, I, I, I think there's definitely, it's always wise to ask questions, I think. Yeah, yes, definitely. Um, you know, I was talking about this with Laura Hotala, our, our e-commerce reporter yesterday, but, you know, looking at that price tag, it's $1,000, which initially I was like, whoa, that's a lot. Then I realized, no, actually, I spend more on my iPhone then on this robot, it's actually not a bad deal considering all the hardware you're getting. What do you make of that price? I mean, do you think that helps push Astro or make Astro or make, sorry, make the broader concept of robots something that's more acceptable in the mainstream? 
Yeah, definitely. I mean, I was kind of intrigued to see this because, you know, we've seen, I've sat through so many presentations at CES and other tech shows where, you know, LG and Samsung have wheeled these robots out on stage and then, you know, they do like a fun presentation with them and you never see them again. You know, it's not like they're putting them on sale for everyone to buy. Um, and so I was really intrigued actually when Amazon was like, oh no, actually we will, you'll be able to buy this before the end of the year. Um, although there are caveats to that and it's only going to cost a thousand dollars. And I I was like, you know, that's actually, you know, a lot of the reason that r robots aren't in our homes already are, is because they are prohibitively expensive when they do become available, which is rare. Um, so, you know, I think that it's it's entirely possible. Um, and, you know, we've seen other robots before, you know, like Ibo, um, which is more of a toy. Um, and Ibo, I can't remember how much Ibo costs exactly, but it's, um, you know, it's expensive for a toy, but I think people perhaps are maybe, if people really see, you know, things like home security and, um, you know, caring for um, keeping an eye on elderly parents and stuff, I think people are probably willing to spend a bit more on that kind of stuff anyway. So then, you know, just a toy to play with. So, you know, I think that it's, it's, it's a really interesting competitive price tag. Um, and I'm really interested to see how many of these robots actually make it, make it into people's homes. Yeah, and just uh, for for your information, for our listeners' information, a Sony Ibo, at least initially, was going for around twenty nine hundred dollars. So wow, yeah, yeah, like all of a sudden, Astro seems like a, a pretty good deal. Yeah, I know, I know Amazon's already talking about you know a fall robot. They want to obviously continue to to invest in this area. What would you like to see in the next Astro? Mm, yeah, that's a really interesting question. I think, you know, the, the first thing that comes to mind is obviously we want to see those privacy fears allayed um, in, in one way or another. But I think I would really like to see a more focused product, um, you know, something with like a clear purpose um, and, you know, something, you know, they, they also make claims, for example, about, you know, it being able to have, you know, empathize with you and, you know, to show emotion. And there's been so much research at a really high level um, into what that means and what that looks like. And I don't want, you know, I, I, I would, I don't want just kind of like, oh, it can do this. I, I want to know, I want to be able to see it. I want to know what research they've put into that. I want to, you know, um, I'd like to, yeah, I'd just like to see a more, a more focused product that actually knows what it wants to be and what it wants to do and what it wants to mean to us in our daily lives. Gotcha. Well, Katie, thanks for your time. Plenty to think about with the Astro robot. You can check out her story on CNET.com. If you have any questions, hit us up on Twitter at The Daily Charge or sign up for direct text messages from me by heading to CNET.co slash Daily Charge. And if you liked what you heard, please rate and subscribe to the podcast. It really helps us out. For The Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening. <laughs>